Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Kill the Cast, your new favorite horror podcast that you listen to because we're your buddies and you love us. Uh, today it is just me, Jerry, with the Silent Hill biker himself, Kenneth, here to do a podcast for you. Kenneth, how, how you been doing, man? Well, I want to start off with this. Everybody out there needs to remember that you can't have slaughter without laughter. That's true. Okay. Um, and that's then, very true. <laughs> and then other than that, um, went and saw Suicide Squad. Okay, I enjoyed Suicide Squad. How did you feel about it? Believe it or not, man, I was actually very surprised. Because I've heard so much shit get talked about Suicide Squad. And when I went and saw it, I was just like... Okay, so it deviated from comic book and whatever else. What fucking comic book movie that comes out now does not deviate from the comic book? People just better just go ahead and get their thumbs out of their asses and whatever else they got in there and just get used to it. Yeah, I th- I think there are things in the film to not like. Like I don't, I'm not too hard on the people that don't like this movie, but for m- me, it was it was funny. It was a good action film. It was enjoyable. It was a good popcorn. Fi- this was a popcorn film. Yeah, and 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 being perfectly honest, I like the direction that Jared Leto went with the Joker. I do too. I was so on the fence with with it because I love Jared Leto, and I just but I didn't like the tattoos on the Joker. Um, and then when I saw it all, I was just like, you know what? I like this Neon City Joker. I'm down with it. Yeah, it was cool. I enjoyed it, man. And, you know, so overall, I, I I liked it. I thought it was cool. Yeah, it it was really good. Um, and I haven't been doing too much since. I mean, a lot of we just did the Phantasm podcast uh, last week, which was a lot of fun. A really good podcast. If like that's probably one of the best ones we've ever done. So definitely check that out. I did um take some of the trivia that I talked about in the podcast and made a YouTube video for it that uh, I put up on YouTube today, um, and it was fun, and I got to wear my new Stranger Things shirt that uh, my friend Carly made. Um, and it seems like you're already getting positivity from that video. Uh, yeah, a lot, like, a lot of people have already told me they can't wait to see what the next you know, one I do is, so I might go back and try to do uh, some more kind of like top five trivia things for previous movies we've talked about, and then constantly try to do it for the upcoming movies for the ones that I can do. Some movies, like the one we're tackling today, there's just not a lot of information out about it, and that's one thing that does kind of suck about certain uh, older B-movies is there's not a lot of information out there for them. I hear you. Well, there was another thing that I was thinking about doing, too. I mean, and, uh, you know, if anybody out there listening uh, wants to comment on this, um, I was thinking about doing a blog where um, I'm basically reviewing, you know, on my own certain movies that we don't do in the podcast. Like, uh, I don't know if you remember, but back in the day when I did that review of The Exorcist, that uh, I got a lot of positivity from that review. So uh, yeah, I was thinking I, about doing that. I like the sequel you did to that, uh, Why Exorcist 2, The Heretic, is the reason my penis died. That was <laughs> that was just eye-opening. Um, there was, uh, oh man, and... Do you remember that blog you did on uh, why I eat the stuff and why you should too? And then it turns out at the end of it, you were just talking about semen the whole time? Yeah, wasn't that back in the days of LiveJournal? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I saw it on MySpace, you know. (laughs) Kenneth Kenneth was in my top eight. I think it was like number two. Right. (laughs) Um, 
So yeah, I, I'm definitely in it. Um, I've known Kenneth for a long time. Um, I I love reading your stuff. I've read many many of your stuff. Some stuff that's probably lost to the world now after many many moves and stuff like that. But right. uh, you have a great mind for that, so I would love to uh, see you tackle that again. I think it'd be fun. I do too, and I'll just keep making YouTube videos because. It's going to be a little different, though, and I mean, this is going to be, uh, this is going to, what I'm fixing to say is really going to get personal, but it's going to be a little different, you know, tackling, doing writing and things like that sober. Yeah, that, that will be interesting, because I mean, do you remember some of the shit I used to write not sober? Yeah. I did a, I did a whole poem about Kenneth, about him being an anti-hero, and I'll, and like, I used a lot of imagery, like, I used imagery. Oh, do you fucking still have that? Yeah, yeah, I still have it. And I used imagery from, like, uh, Return of the Living Dead in it, um, and a few other things. And it was really cool. If I remember correctly, I called it, um, Zeus never wanted to be a god, he wanted to be a paramedic. Yeah, that shit was wicked. Um, I'll have to find it. I, uh, I have it, I have it somewhere. I have a flash drive that has, like, all that stuff on it. But, uh, yeah, so if, if Kenneth gets into writing some blogs, I will be all over it. And I'm sure a few of you will be too. Um, and I know I'm going to be working on more YouTube videos. And I do believe Jay wants to do some more YouTube videos also. He could not join us tonight, but uh, Kenneth and I decided to do a little small podcast together anyway. So, before we get into the movie, uh, there's uh, there's some craziness going on in the world of Friday the 13th. There is a lawsuit going on over who will own the rights after uh, July 2018. Because apparently uh, Miller, who wrote the screenplay, is claiming that he should have ownership of the rights. um, And the company who currently owns it, Manny Company, is saying that he does not because he was hired by Cunningham and was guided in the process, and so he was strictly a work-for-hire, and uh, all the original ideas and everything came from Cunningham, which is what they will have to prove in court to keep the rights to the movies, Um, because otherwise Miller actually might have a good claim to it as he was the screenwriter. So Yeah, but see, I I don't understand that, man. I mean, because, you know... And, and the crazy thing about this is the first that I've heard of this is from you today. Um, but I don't understand that because you never really hear of any of the screenwriters having, having owning like the owning the name of what they did. Yeah. You so know, you never hear that here. Here's what it is. And this is, this is coming from uh, Larry Zerner who played Shelley in Friday the 13th part three, because he actually went on to become an entertainment lawyer. Mm-hmm. He said, Basically, Miller is using a provision in copyright law by which a creator of an original work must wait 35 years before they can put forth a claim to obtain and reclaim the works they have created. The claim must be submitted two years before the termination date, which is why we're hearing about it now, even though it takes place uh, in 2018. Um and uh, so this dude was basically just sitting, waiting on his moment. I, I actually, according to this, they're saying that the Manny Company is actually the one that is trying to start the lawsuit because they're trying to stop him from being able to do it. 
Um, so apparently, uh, if I'm reading this correctly, the Manny company is actually the one who jumped on it because they knew Miller wanted to do it. And they're just going ahead and tackling it now so that they can try to crush him, maybe settle out of court or something like that before it actually That's going to be one. That's going to have to be one hell of a settlement. So that means that uh, this will not affect the new Friday 13th game. And as long as they can make the movie, the new movie that's supposedly being worked on, uh, if they can get it out in 2017, they should be fine. It should not affect them. Um, but we will, we will just have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, because if they try to settle it out of court, like I said, the fucking Friday the 13th franchise is, I mean, it's millions of dollars. Here's what I want Miller to do. I want Miller to take one for the team and be like, you know what, Manny? Fine. You can keep Friday the 13th, but I want Kane Hodder as Jason. That'd be cool. Just, I mean, like, they can't say no to that, like... You want no money? You just want Kane Hodder as Jason? Well, well, I'm not sure, but okay. I've heard that Kane's getting out of the business. Uh, I, I mean, he got his goal. I mean, he's got his uh, Expendables, a horror movie coming out. So, I mean, after that, he might, he might. We'll see but uh, see, yeah, and see, that was the thing that I thought was weird about it because he, uh, that's coming out. But I've heard that he was getting out of the business, like that he's going to retire. But then again, you know, that's that's just what I've heard. That could be hearsay or some kind of bullshit or whatever. But he also did this really, really funny video uh, where he said he was going to get out of the business because all the violence and everything is getting at him and whatever else. And I don't know if you saw it, but about a minute and a half into it, he, he just stops and he's like, what the fuck am I saying? You know, I saw he, that it was hilarious. Oh, oh my God, it was great. Uh, Kane Potter <laughs> is, is 61. So like. I don't think I would blame him if he wanted to get out because I mean being a being a stunt man at, at 61 that's got to be getting pretty hard. But uh, maybe he just means getting out of the stunt business. Maybe he'll still do some acting. We'll hope. Yeah, I mean you know he he, he does more consulting now. Because I mean well uh, he's been in um, two music videos with Twisted now I think all Twisted's uh, last album. He was in there, so was um, the guy who played Captain Spaulding, Sig Haig. Uh, Sid Haig? Yeah, he was in those music videos also, and they're really, really well music, done music videos. If you, you don't like rap or you don't like horrorcore, like uh, Twisted's uh, Don't Go in the Woods and Boogeyman, I think are the two, are super well done uh, like little horror movie music videos. Oh, the bad thing is, man, is I just, I don't, don't know. You, don't you start yawning on me, motherfucker. Sorry, I just can't. When it comes to Twisted, man, I mean, it's like as much as I used to love their shit, now I just can't get into it as much as I used to. Uh, their new stuff is actually pretty good. They had that that little run when they like with the albums, uh, Wicked and Suicide Notes and Heartbroken Strings or whatever it was that I really didn't like. Uh, but their new stuff uh, now that they're on their own label and doing their own thing is actually really good. I I, uh, I enjoy it a lot. Uh, they have a song uh, called "The Deep End" um, about suicide that's uh, fantastic. I have to go back and give it another listen, man. Because you know, I've been just anytime I want to listen to anything that came from Psychopathic, I go back and listen to the old shit. 
Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's uh, let's get into the movie. And the movie we're going to talk about is one I've been wanting to do for a while. We are going to tackle the 1980 creature feature B movie classic, Alligator. Great, great movie. Um, this movie is one of the better Jaws ripoff movies. Um, it has great acting in it. Uh, the special effects are actually pretty good. Um, the storyline, the plot, all of it isn't. You don't have to suspend your uh, belief that much for this movie. And surprisingly enough, you're right. Um, you know it. I mean, aside from the fact of a forty foot alligator, it really the whole idea behind how the alligator comes up is actually fairly believable. Yeah, he's not forty foot. He's more like twenty. Uh, well, that's that's what they say in the movie. They say it's like oh, forty oh, feet. Oh, you know what? I'm think I forgot about his tail. That's yeah. probably counting his tail. Yeah. Um. I mean, that kid makes a reference is as big as a car. Yeah. And then you have to add his tail. Yeah. So basically what this movie is, is um, this little girl gets a pet alligator and her dad flushes it down the toilet and it goes into the sewer and it apparently survives in the sewers until years later where a, it starts eating all these dead dogs that are being experimented on with a, like a growth hormone. And it makes it grow crazy huge. And uh, some people start going missing, as would happen when a giant alligator in the sewer gets hungry. Um, they don't, you know, which to me, I'm like, why didn't you just order Domino's? Like, <laughs> the Ninja Turtles did it. They're in the sewers. You could, you could have done that, but this alligator is probably just a jerk. I've been using the reference of when they the turtles uh, order the dominoes in the first movie never a pay, lot never lately. Pay, uh, full, no, that's the second movie. Never pay full price for light pizza. That's the first one. Is it the first one? Mm-hmm. Damn it. There goes my nerd credit. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because so, the second one, I the s- pizza delivery guy just goes and fights all the people in the that's movie right. opening. Yeah, I saw the first Turtles movie in the theater, bro. I saw the second one in theaters. I saw that one too in theater, but I saw, I saw the first one. First one I saw in your theater. Face in theaters. How about that? But uh, yeah, dude. I mean, it's it, seeing all these people in the sewer for for for. I didn't realize that 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 people went into the sewer that often until I watched Alligator. You have a point because, like, like first of all, that sewer was pretty clean. I don't know much about sewers. My extent of knowing about sewers is like. Bud the Chud and like Friday the Thirteenth, uh, Part uh, Eight. Jason takes Manhattan. That's where my sewer knowledge comes from. And this sewer was really clean. I mean, yeah, there's some rats eating some dog corpses, but I mean, that's in most places that I go to. Yeah, I live in the country. I can go see that in the woods. Yeah. So I mean, but when it, when you look at a movie like this, like as a B movie and a creature feature movie, most of these movies are done really bad. Uh, whether it's the shark move, like even in this era, like Piranha or Shark Attack or uh, Grizzly, uh, most of these movies are actually pretty bad. But this movie actually feels like they took it serious. And besides a few minor goofs in the movie, it's done really well. They were really on their A game. 
um, the between going from their their mechanical alligator, which apparently the head for that alligator was so heavy that a lot of times it would just kind of tip forward. I can see that. And then using a real alligator on a miniature set, like some, there were a few times where I had to be like, which one are they doing? I actually, I, my favorite scene using like it was a combination of things is when the when the alligator broke through the uh, when the alligator broke through the sidewalk. Oh my god, that was such a good scene. Uh, I'm, I mean, for the practical effects that they used to accomplish it. That shit looked really, really good. Yeah, I, see, this is a movie I'd love to see the behind the scenes on because I want to see the guy who has to like take the big uh, alligator tail and just beat the shit out of the car with it. Oh yeah, filmed it like, like someone had to do that. That was their job in that movie was to beat a car to death with a fake giant alligator tail. And see, another thing about this movie that kind of plays on one of my personal fears is getting eaten by something that big whole. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. when he eats the, the, the guy who's supposed to be there, the professional hunter. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I mean, it's like that shit has always kind of got to me because, you know, okay, I, can you, you take the time to even fathom what it would, what would be going through your head if you were still alive, being swallowed whole. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just, it, it's one of those things, man, that has always kind of affected me. And every single time I watch a movie that, that, that has that kind of, uh, that kind of tone, Jaws, uh, uh, Alligator, um, you know, as ridiculous as the CGI was, but Anaconda made me think about it. You know what I mean? So movies that are like that, the big creature features where something, Pinocchio, Pinocchio. <laughs> uh, I mean, but, you know, even though, uh, you know, he lived inside the whale in Pinocchio, still, you're getting swallowed whole, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. So, then, like, you have, uh, like, one of my favorite book series is uh, Meg, which is about a Megalodon shark coming up. That's the big, 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 big ones, prehistoric ones, uh, which they're finally making a movie out of. But uh, in that book, like, towards the end of the book, the dude, like, like drives his little mini sub into its mouth, gets out, uses it like fossilized meg tooth, and like cuts the the shark open and crawls through the shark to get to the heart, and then cuts like the big uh, vein valve thing for the shark, like and then like gets back into his submarine and barely makes it back out. And I'm just like, sounds like interspace. Yeah, I was just like. I wouldn't do that. I would have just been like, I hope, uh, even though this shark can swallow me whole, I hope he, he likes to chew his food. Kill me first. Exactly. You know, I would much rather get killed uh, right off the rip than have to endure what it, mentally, I mean, the terror that you would go through as you're being eaten, you know, because one, you're either going to suffocate or start getting digested. Yeah. Oh, and dude, think about the heat. Yeah, and 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 that's exactly what I mean. I mean, all of these types of things to play into the fact of getting eaten alive. You know, it's not a zombie thing where you're getting torn to pieces. It's not getting killed by a lion or or getting killed by a bear or something like that where you're where you're getting ripped apart, bled to death, the horrible pain. You know. 
those types of things. This is, you know, the the constriction and, and the claustrophobia and and so on of going down an animal's throat. It just it wigs me out, and I'm and I'm pretty sure that after talking about it, it's I'm probably gonna have nightmares because I'm going to bed right after we get done doing this. Yeah, there. If it makes you feel any better, there is probably some uh, guy who has the fetish of being eaten alive right now, just beating off to you talking about it. <laughs> just furiously like yeah tell me more Kenneth oh yeah you know So I, people but, have fetishes of that people have fetishes of getting eaten in foreign countries me and you both know about that movie let's not talk about that movie but let's talk about the greatest scene in this movie one of the greatest scenes ever to ever grace uh, the the your TV screen your computer screen the movie theater like just fantastic uh, the alligator who is now up in the real world crawls into someone's pool to hang out and uh, it is at night and these kids are having a birthday party. But here, the only problem I have with the scene is as a kid, none of my birthday parties were at night. None. Never. Did not happen. Oh, no. Everybody had to go home by 5 or 6 o'clock. Yeah, like, I, like so, whatever. But And so, your birthday's in October, so. Exactly. So, they're... These two kids are walking a slightly younger kid. They're all dressed up like pirates, and they've got him blindfolded. And they walk him out to the pool. They get him on the diving board, and uh, the mom opens up the back door and turns on the lights to the pool right as the kid is on the edge of the diving board. And you can see right under the bandana wrapped around his face and starts screaming. And the other kids are like, walk the plank and push him in. And you just see the alligator start rising up. You see the kid fall in the water. The alligator snap onto the body and then just uh, it cuts to the top of the pool and you just see all this blood and the kids running away screaming for their mom and oh man when I saw this scene as a kid you could not get me to go near a pool unless it was bright sunny daylight yeah that's the crazy thing about it too your dad has a thing for pools yeah, for real. Well, we didn't have a pool when I was younger, but like, um, still, like, if we went over to someone else's house who had a pool, because my dad's friend Dane had a pool, and uh, they would go over there at night, and I'd be like, no, thank you. And they're like, oh, we're turning the lights on. And I'm like, yeah, that's when it gets you. Yeah, and the crazy thing about this is, it, it is, uh, and I guess this particular thing just happened over the past 20 years instead of the past 30. Why was there no fucking fence around this pool? You know what I'm well, saying? I'm, I mean, I mean, nowadays, if you have a pool and you have a child, you can go to jail if you do not have a fence around that pool. Did you know that? I, I didn't. But yeah, uh, yeah, it is law. You have to have a fence around that pool with a gate if you have a young child and you have a pool. If they come out there to inspect it and you do not have this, you can go to jail. Wow. Well, I mean, in the 80s, you know... But I'm just saying, you know, I, I, but yeah, that that just goes right back into what I was talking about, about getting swallowed whole and that poor kid, man. <laughs> and oh. then your bud, and, and then your buddies, you know what I'm saying? Or, you, you know, you're playing with your buddies and they're just shoving you in the pool, you know, and you're, and you're about to get eaten. Yeah. The, the terror. Here's the thing. That would have been a scary scene for a kid without the alligator being involved. Yeah. And throwing the alligator in there was just like the cherry on top. Like that scene 
to me is just one of my favorite scenes of all time. Even if you don't want to watch this movie, you could go on YouTube and watch that one scene and it is just fantastic. I love I I, I cannot talk and I, that scene is like the scene in Jaws where when he finally gets Quint in his mouth and crushes down. Yeah, and and you know, uh I'm you know me, I'm not really a pool person anyway. I, the only reason why at this point in time in my life that I go swimming in the pool is because I have a kid, you know. And so that, that on top of that, yeah, I mean yeah, that was well, just that that whole scene was just wicked. Those parents had kid too, and they still took him to the pool. See what happens. This is what happens when you get on pools. Do drugs like a normal child. <laughs> so yeah, okay, so. But I do want to talk, like, this movie uh, uses a lot of weird, like, uh, police detective tropes. Like, I'm the kind of, like, unique rebel detective who lost a partner, and I'm, like, the odd one out of my new unit, And I'm, but I'm a badass, and I, I know myself. Like, it uses that trope to a T. Like, they just, like was like what TV uh TV cop show can we just take this trope from <laughs> cuz i mean and it works the dude is a good actor um he does a fantastic job of it he sells it um and i did find out that whole you know how they talk about his receding hairline the whole movie right all of that was like improvised by him and then they started writing it into the script on set yeah i actually had to go back and uh look at other movies that I knew that guy from because I knew I knew it from from other movies and then uh, when the whole receding hairline thing happened I actually went back and looked at pictures of him now and it didn't thin out as bad yeah it wasn't that bad he didn't have to worry his yeah, his hair yeah. still looks okay to this day yeah you know but uh, I've seen him in a bunch of stuff and I didn't realize that the, the lady that played the doctor uh, had the you know the really really hot redhead I didn't realize that she had been in as much stuff as she's in. Yeah, she did a lot of big TV shows. Um, right. And he uh, he was in another horror movie. He was in a Maniac Cop 3, I think. I can't remember which one it was. I, I want to say it was 3. It's He's been, been a in a bunch since of those stuff. Movies. That dude's been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, the whole... So, if you want to watch a creature feature movie done right... This is the one to watch. You could watch it seriously and it's a good time. You can watch it as a joke and it's a good time. Now, the only bad news I have for you is that getting a copy of this movie is not easy. Um, DVDs are $35, $40. Bucks. Um, VHS copies are $25 to $30. Bucks. This is dying, dying and screaming for a re-release. I'm looking at you, Shout Factory. You, uh, or Arrow, Arrow, they do a lot of good releases. Either one of those companies need to get this release. I, is this movie in like some legal action that no one's put this thing back out? That's the crazy thing about it. There's really not a whole lot of information on the net about it. I mean, you, you know that more than anybody. Yeah. Like there is literally one version of it on Blu-ray and it was released like in Australia or something. Yeah. I don't know, but, uh, I remember, uh, watching it when I was a kid, I mean, that was the first time I ever saw it, was uh, 
you know, me and my mom, we went and rented it from Blockbuster. Yeah, oh man, the cover, the VHS cover for that, the alligator sitting in like the sewer and it's like at night and it's like really dark looking and yeah. alligators in like big red letters. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, w- I would frame that in as a poster and put it up in my wall. Yeah, that'd be really cool. That is um, one of the best looking covers ever. But the one thing that I want people that listen to this podcast know about this movie is that do not go in trying to compare this movie to Lake Placid. This movie blows Lake Placid out of the water. Yeah, I would take this over Lake Placid any day. I would take this over. I, I, I was about to say this like I was like like this movie was super good or anything, but I was gonna be like I would take this over Toby Hooper's Crocodile. Right, was not that good. No, I was saying it, it like it was amazing. But I mean. You know, it's it's one of those that the acting was good, had decent actors in it. The the special effects for the time were great. Um, the idea behind it, with the exception of the growth hormone, and even with the growth hormone, you know, with the way that uh, that foods are 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 processed now for the American public, I mean, you know, it's not a very far fetched idea to think that a common everyday wild animal could get a hold of some of the foods that we eat and have an adverse effect on its metabolism. It's not a very, very far-fetched idea, even in that. But, you know, for uh, taking that part out of it, somebody taking an animal that's still alive and flushing it down the drain and then it's surviving in the sewers, that's not a very far-fetched idea at all. They're, they're, they should do a, a new version of this movie. Um, like, reboot it and, like, blame it all on Masanto and GMOs. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Just completely do that. I would laugh my ass off. Oh, speaking of that, um, I I listened to a podcast the other day. Um, uh, Roseanne Barr, she lives in Hawaii. She has a farm in Hawaii. She she got everybody together and basically kicked Monsanto off of Hawaii. Yeah. So let me clarify something for the GMOs on themselves are not bad. They are very good. They are very needed. It's not GMOs that are the problem. It's Masanto, the company, that's a problem. Not that we want to get you into our political views or anything like that. <laughs> I just want to clarify that real quick before someone goes, well, genetically modified things aren't that bad, Jerry. See? And I'll be like, yeah, see, you never catch me alive, Masanto. But, uh, yeah, but it would just be hilarious to me if they, if they like, in 2017, Masanto takes it one step too far and six their GMO made alligator on a bunch of protesters <laughs> in a world gone mad. Like it would just be, it would just be funny to me <laughs> to have that happen. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, don't compare this movie to Lake Placid. Don't compare like this movie is like my number two for creature feature movies. Like number one is Jaws. Jaws is the end all be all greatest uh, creature feature movie to ever be made. Um, second is alligator, and third is there's probably a lot of people that would disagree with me and put something else there, but my third is orca, and I don't care what you think because dead baby whale. I I haven't I don't even think I've made it all the way through orca. Oh yeah, I I made Reese watch it with me. Reese is my girlfriend for everyone who doesn't know, and uh, oh yeah, she hated it. She yeah, hated I orca. I don't even think I've ever made it all the way through it. Um, a, oh, dude, the ending fight scene between the old man uh, and the orca whale 
in on a on a big chunk of ice is great. They I mean, literally like, duke it out. It's like me trying. To, <laughs> it's like me trying to get through uh, the original Piranha movie. I like the original Piranha movie also, but then again, like this is my bread and butter. Like I love creature feature movies. Like growing up, like uh, I loved when the creature feature movies would come on, uh, like TBS. Um, and I, those were always the movies I would rent, uh, King Cobra and, uh, Komodo, uh, I think Thor one of my favorites, I think one of my favorites was like Night of the Lepus. Night of the Lepus. All right. That's a, that's a, that's a good one. When people, uh, so that movie Zootopia came out and, mm-hmm. uh, I fucking bunny, love that movie. The bunny was like, bunnies don't go savage. And I didn't think of Night of the Lepus. I thought of uh, uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> and I was like, oh, they go savage, all right. Oh, did you see that video that I posted the other day of the rabbit that runs up to the kid, steals the cookie, and runs off? Yes, I did. See, <laughs> oh, my God, that shit was hilarious. That was so good. We just got all cute all up on this podcast. <laughs> it was fucking funny. It was, it was pretty good. No, yeah, I, I laughed my ass off. I could see that happening. Um, that's like the uh, that's like the raccoon video that's comment commentaried by that black guy. Oh yeah, that shit was. Fucking <laughs> oh my god, great. man! I was laughing so hard, I was crying. Uh, so, in ending with alligator, uh, if you want to see a good creature feature movie that is super eighty, it's like a it's like an eighties cop movie mixed with a creature feature. Uh, you need to watch this movie. It's really good. Um, yeah, it's like Dirty Harry with an alligator. Yes. That's exactly what it's like. It is. And it, like, and like, and I know you're thinking, oh, it can't be as good as Dirty Hair. You don't have Clint Eastwood. And I'm like, it, what's the difference between Clint Eastwood's skin and alligator skin? Tell me what the difference is. At you, this point, there is no difference. You can't. So it's it's the exact same thing. But the but yeah, the first, you know what I'm saying? Dirty Harry movie, the first one, the oh, way yeah. that it, the, from the 70s, the way it felt, if you took that and you put it in the 80s with the darkness and everything that was in it, just a different guy cool. playing Dirty Harry and the villain is the alligator, that's exactly what the movie would be. Who, who wins in a fight? Uh, Dirty Harry versus uh, Bronson from Death Wish? I don't know, who, dude. Who, that's that's audience, brutal. Who wins that fight? Tell us on Facebook. I, I, would, I just want to know who wins that fight. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Speaking of Facebook, in case you don't know, we do have a Facebook. Facebook.com slash KillCast13. That's one, three, because it's a very lucky number. Uh, we comment on there a lot. That's where we do a lot of our updates. That's where you can keep up to tabs with what we're doing with YouTube and the podcast. And it's also where we announce our giveaways, which uh, let me tell you a little bit about uh, what we have planned for the future. The next podcast, uh, which will be in September in a few days, uh, so, well, September's in a few days. In September, we will be for sure doing a podcast on The Village. M. Night Shamahamahams, The Village, because <laughs> we talked about it enough, and now it's time for me to sit down and see, do I feel the same way I felt 10 years ago when I first watched it? Because I haven't watched it since. I watched it one time, and that was it. And I made a big angry rant about it on Facebook and saying I would watch it. And like someone called me out and was like, you don't sound like you're going to have an open mind to this. And I was like, okay, I will have an open mind to it. I will sit down and I will yoga cleanse myself with dietary supplements or something to get all the anger out. I'll get the pads for your foot that like you leave on for a day and you pull off and it takes all the tar and toxins from your body. And I will 
cleanse myself and come like a newborn child to the village and see if I will uh, enjoy this movie or if I will wear yellow and hope that this movie never fucking talks to me again. It's red. Is it red? I swore it was yellow. It's red. I'll believe you because you probably know better than I do. But uh, I, I mean, I have to, I, I appreciate the fact, and and I'm being 100% sincere. I appreciate the fact that you're going to give it another go with an open mind. Yeah, and Kenneth knows me. I have the ability to go into like a movie with uh, taking it from the time that it was made, what year it was, um, and not comparing it to things that came afterwards, or my feelings towards like that series or franchise or director. I can completely go in this with an open mind, and that is what I'm going to do. And so we will be doing The Village. Uh, hopefully it'll be the one and only M. Night Shyamalan movie we do, but probably not. I'll probably get talked into to doing another one. Um, but the reason I bring it up is because that is going to be the, the, the podcast that we do our giveaway for our box of treats. I have been putting together a box of treats that is going to come with a few things like it follows on Blu-ray. It is open because I bought the steel case and was like, I'm keeping the steel case and you can have my old one. Um, this is going to have Sinister on DVD because I really enjoyed that movie. Um, it's going to have Halloween on VHS. The Blockbuster uh, cover, nonetheless. It says Blockbuster on the front. It's very cute. Um, uh, Kenneth, actually, I got two things from Kenneth that are going to be in the box. You will have his personal copy of Cujo that he used to read to his cats to make them behave. <laughs> um, you will also get his copy of Friday the 13th for the NES, the original Nintendo Entertainment System. And yep. uh, this is the copy that he would uh, throw across the room once he couldn't figure out which direction he was supposed to go because the maps in that game are terrible. That whole damn game is terrible. You can sit there and you can play it for hours trying to figure it out. Or if you know what you're doing, you can fucking beat the game in five minutes or less. But the purple Jason is the greatest thing ever. The fucking game is stupid. But I, I do want the uh, the actual, the one they came out with, the purple Jason action figure. I actually want it. I have the re-release version of it. I don't have the, the uh, con exclusive version that NECA put out. But I do have the regular one that in its uh, NES box. And I also have the Godzilla one from that line. Um, nice. I do have it. Um, so you'll have those two things from Kenneth. There's also a few other things in there from me. There's a Michael Myers Funko Pop. There is a uh, Quint reaction figure uh, from Funko. Um, and I think there's like two other things or something like that. But uh, we will be announcing more information on that. So pay attention to our Facebook as we get ready to do that giveaway. Now... In October, we are going to do a podcast that might end up being like two hours, two and a half hours long, where we cover Evil Dead. And I don't mean just the first movie. I mean Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness, Evil Dead, uh, the remake, reboot, slash reimagining, slash whatever it wants to be. Because personally, it was fucking goddamn amazing and it can be whatever it wants to be. Um and I guess probably at least season one of Ash vs. the Evil Dead. Yeah, we'll run through that too. I mean, I need to finish Ash vs. Evil Dead uh, anyway. So, Me too, because uh, I only got I only watched like two episodes of it, and for some reason, something happened and I stopped watching it. I don't remember what it is, but I enjoyed the first two episodes. 
So I just bought. I, I had it a hard on, time taking it seriously just because of how clear it was. I'm so used to the grainy look of the old ones. Yeah, that's true. I that's very true. But I, I it just came out on Blu-ray. I bought it. In fact, I bought two copies. So for that podcast, we will be giving out season one of Ash vs. the Evil Dead on Blu-ray to a listener. Uh, more on how to win that. It'll be something to where, like, it'll probably be somewhere in the podcast. We will ask you a question, and the best answer to that question uh, will win. We'll probably have you, like, just message our Facebook or something, and the best one will win. We'll let you know. The two things that I can say about these giveaways for the listeners out there. Number one, we are not going to make it completely easy for you to get these things. It's not going to be one of those things where, you know, you can listen to the podcast for a couple of minutes and then know what you need to know to be able to get it. It's not going to be that easy. And then the second thing is, is the more people that we get on to listen to a podcast, the cooler the shit will be that we give away. Yeah, very true. Um, I love giveaways, and I'm sure everyone does, and we want to give away a lot of stuff. So we I mean, if there are stuff uh, time. if there are Silent Hill fans out there, we plan on doing a Silent Hill podcast where you I, can win Silent Hill Revelations on Blue. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing about it is, is out of the three of us, there's no bigger fan out of the three of us than me for Silent Hill. So that means I've got some cool shit that I'm willing to part with yeah. depending on how awesome that things go. So, And then there are other things that we, that Jerry and I and Jay have discussed. I've got some other really, really badass shit, not Silent Hill pertaining, that I will be willing to give away depending on, you know how things go and how how people enjoy and react to our podcast so yeah and for the record kenneth is the biggest silent hill fan but that's because i prefer all my hills to have eyes <laughs> like super mario brothers right um, so that's just a little information about our podcast we are also on youtube which you can find links to the youtube on our facebook page um we are on stitcher we are on itunes we are on Podbean. Um, so we're all over the place for you to enjoy and talk to us in comments and we communicate with you. We post stuff on Facebook all the time, whether it's us picking up a Blu-ray or sharing a piece of uh, news that just popped up on, you know, bloody disgusting or something and see how you react to it and how we feel about it. So we're very interactive. You can touch us. You can, you can come be one with us. Um, so that's uh, about it for this podcast. It's going to be a shorter podcast, just a little smaller one. We just kind of want to talk about how awesome Alligator was, uh, talk about the Friday 13th lawsuit, and give you all a little bit of updated information of this podcast, how it's running, where it's running to, and will it get hit by a semi while wearing a skin mask of its former lover. Woo! So. I wore him like a hat in three states. Because. <laughs> That is not where I want to get my macaroni. <laughs> Do people still get that reference? Does that I reference don't know. Hey, hey, I'll tell you what. If people get that reference, say it in the comments. Yeah, tell us on Facebook. So anyway, uh, that's about all I have today. Uh, Kenneth, do you have anything you need to add? The biggest thing that I want to add to this is that I really want – people that are that that get involved in our page and get involved and listen to our podcast again like jerry said please communicate with us if you want us 
to go over a movie or have a conversation, or even if you don't think that our conversations are detailed enough for, for the type of conversation that you want to hear, whatever it is, let us know. We need feedback. We can't do things better or, or, or change things or whatever, however you want to look at it for listeners out there without your feedback. So we need that feedback. And we also need any ideas. We, we're, we're not, uh, we're not prejudiced to any type of horror movie. If you think that we should watch it and you know, it's one of those that can fit the bill for the podcast, we will do it. It don't matter whether it came out, you know, in in the silent film era or it came out yesterday. Let us know. We, I mean, on this podcast, we have covered, uh, Italian exploitation, we have covered Korean horror movies. We have covered uh, classic black and white. We have covered uh, one of the most famous slasher movies ever. We have a wide variety of movies that we all love and would want to see. So if you have a movie that you want to know our opinions on, let us know and we will see about getting it done. I mean, even if it doesn't happen, you know, on the very next podcast, it will. De- we can definitely put it in the uh, in the in the disc changer to get to it. Yeah, we have a five disc changer. Um, it's pretty cool, you know. We were we were like the coolest people on the street in two thousand one with our five disc changer. Hell yeah, I had I had one. No shit, I had a five disc changer. It was cool. I remember like when I lived with you and you had that DVD player. That would uh, restart the DVD uh, right after the movie was finished. It would just restart the movie ever over. Hell yeah! Hell you yeah! Love that thing because you would just fall asleep, and no matter what time you woke up, the movie was still playing. Yeah, I think I, that, you remember when I got on that waiting kick, and I watched Waiting for like a month. No, it wasn't Waiting. It was Grandma's Boy. Oh, that one too. Yeah. Well, uh, Grandma's Boy was with me. We watched Grandma's Boy. For like two weeks straight, almost. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I got on a waiting kick because it was it, it was during that weird time period where I had all that crazy shit going on in my head. So I just turned waiting on, put it on, uh, let it keep running, and for like a month. Yeah, and then Ryan Reynolds found out about it, and that was his inspiration for the movie Voices. Right. <laughs> so that's it for us. Thank you for listening. We uh, had a blast. We will see y'all next time on kill the cast and uh keep watching horror movies keep uh being judgmental pricks and uh keep being awesome we love trolls no the internet people not the movie troll right (laughs) troll two maybe but not the first troll